I'm a giant when I stand Ballin' like the Jets, start in Jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the past, spell a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah And we're back, everybody. Week 10 recap. It's already week 11. So week 10 was crazy. And Julian, what's up, brother? What a crazy week. Well, I just have to say I'm happy we don't have to talk about my poorest Jets this week since they had a bye. But they lost the bye week because Jacksonville blew it. So the Jets still lost on their bye week. But um, back to you guys. Patriots, what a game. I got to tip the hat to Bobby here. I said they had no chance, and uh, Mike agreed with me. But the Ravens didn't have it, and the Patriots got the big upset win. So talk about it. Yeah. Um, you know what? It, the, after the Patriots struggled against the Jets on that fourth, um, the fourth quarter drive to win the game, I saw something in, in this team. They had fight. Their mental toughness isn't gone, and they're finally starting to put it together. And the one thing when you look at the Ravens, the Ravens just don't look like a good football team right now. And teams are starting to figure the Ravens out. And the one thing that's going on with them is, is teams are starting to realize when you set the edge and make Lamar Jackson throw the football, that's the way to beat them. And that's exactly what the Patriots did. A year ago, the Patriots struggled tremendously to stop the run with their, with their defense at full strength, and they couldn't set the edge. Now what did the Patriots do a year later? There's no Dante Hightower. There's no um, Patrick Chung. Stephon Gilmore was out this game. Um, our, our starting linebacker, Juwan Bentley's, was out this game. So we were playing with practice squad guys a lot on the front seven, and what they did is they set the edge and played absolutely tremendous, and the Patriots got speed on defense, which they needed. When you look at this game, the one thing I will tell you is weather was a factor. Um, I think the Ravens center should be cut. I think he, if it wasn't for him, uh, they could have gotten a lot more points, especially on fourth down and five. And, he, and I don't know what the hell the Ravens were thinking having uh, Mark Ingram, who just got back from a two-week injury, lining up on a fourth down play and having Lamar Jackson out set out as a wide receiver. That was just asinine. Uh, Harbaugh, I don't know what's good. That was just a dumb decision. I don't get it. But um, I will tell you this. The Patriots, Cam Newton, Jules, and I think you can agree with me, Cam Newton looks uh, healthy. He looks back to form. He, the Patriots haven't been really throwing the ball, but when they do, it's our boy, Jacoby Myers. He has been absolutely sensational. Uh, I want to take my words back. I did say that Jacoby Myers – uh, wasn't that good? He's been absolutely sensational. He even threw a 24-yard touchdown pass to Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead's been absolutely sensational. And Damian Harris was the answer for the Patriots. He had 22 carries, 121 rushing yards, averaged five and a half per carry. Uh, Cam Newton had a rushing touchdown. Rex Burkhead, like I said, absolutely outstanding. And I'm going to tell you this. The Patriots' defense did any, everything and anything they could to stop this offense, and they did. They held one of the best offenses to 17 points, and when it mattered most, they came ready to play. 
Bill Belichick said it, you know, their season's not over. The Patriots are four and five. They proved that they could beat good teams. They struggled against the Jets. They won at the last second. They come out against the Ravens, and they were hot. They made a lot of plays, and the Ravens made a lot of mistakes. And the MVP of this game is Mother Nature for having a downpour on this team because it really was uh, an issue for the Ravens. They just couldn't stop it. They couldn't hold on to the ball. The snap, Like I just said, Matt Skura, the center for the Ravens, should be cut. He had five. I counted four bad snaps from him on the fourth down play. There was one in the fourth quarter, and – it was just a messy situation. Great win by my Patriots. We're moving forward. We're one game away from being 500. And the Ravens, Julian, they're just not a good football team. No, it doesn't look too good. I was watching the game. I was getting frustrated because obviously I wanted Baltimore to win because I want the Patriots to be buried. But they're still in the mix of four and five. Lamar Jackson just didn't have it. That, is that center a certified scrub, brother? Uh, he's a certified scrub. He's trash. Uh, he, he, <laughs> the, I'm, listen. I understand the, it was wet. I, and Cam Newton said it. He said throwing the ball at times was like throwing a medicine ball. That's how bad it was. But the one no, thing I, I it could, was ugly. I could tell you is this. That center was horrible. And I've seen that center also mess up snaps when the weather is fine. So they got a problem on their hands because this – when you look at it on paper, the Ravens are a much better team offensively and defensively. I will say this. The Ravens' defense got Marlon Humphrey back off the COVID list, and their secondary is arguably one of the best in football. The Patriots played without the best corner in football, and Stephon Gilmore, he's out with a knee injury. But J.C. Jackson, happy birthday, Mr. Interception, by the way, today, 25. Uh, he has five straight games with an interception. He was sensational in coverage. The wide receiver position for the Ravens is in, is non-existent. I hate to say it, and Jules um, – Listen, I know Snead had a touch, two touchdowns, but the wide receiver position and ask Hollywood Brown is non-existent, and receivers are getting frustrated. Yeah, they never I mean, get thrown to. Exactly, man. Willie Snead's so inconsistent. He's shown up the last two games somehow, but you know that's not going to last. Probably the passing game's been horrendous. We talked about how they ranked only ahead of the Jets, and I'm pretty sure that didn't improve after this last showing. Just a lot of inconsistency. Lamar Jackson really couldn't battle through that rain. And Baltimore is in trouble. I know they're 6-2, and two, but this team doesn't look complete to me. No, they're not. They're not complete at all. Actually, and they're 6-3, and three, I think. No, yeah, they're 6-3. Six six and three. Um, Going forward, teams literally – the tackles missing is huge too. That offensive oh, yeah. line is a train wreck. No, no, wreck. having having it Orlando has to be mentioned. Having yeah, their uh, their right tackle Ronnie Stanley out. That's a huge loss. Even and Yonda though, too. Yep, Yonda being out is huge. And another thing for the Ravens, uh, they just lost their best blocking tight end because I didn't know this. Matt Jules, now this now we get this, and for fantasy purposes, Matt Mark Andrews does not start games. He's not oh. the starter. It's Nick Boyle who's the starter, and Edward and Andrews comes in on certain plays. That, to oh. me, is asinine to me, but I understand uh, they use him. They use Nick Boyle as a blocking tight end. Yeah, I don't get good. that at all. That's really mm -hmm. eye-opening to me, and Andrews has really struggled this year. Maybe that's part of the reason why, because he's not being used properly. Maybe he needs to play in the whole flow of the game, because last year he had – Almost, he had over 900 yards last year. I thought he was about to be the next big thing, and then all of a sudden, it's been like 
put the clamps on him for some reason, and he just can't get in the same page with Lamar this year. Yeah, he. It's just everybody step back. Terrible. Yep, and I'm gonna tell you this. I think that loss by the Titans last year in the divisional game, they got the Ravens got exposed, and everybody uses that game plan: get speed on defense with the linebackers, set the edge, and stop the run. And that's the way to beat him. Lamar Jackson. Listen, I'm not gonna say he's a glorified running back. He's a quarterback. He's a four, he was last year's MVP. I give credit where credit's due. But I will tell you this, he has a problem throwing the football because I don't I, I think he's very, very inconsistent as a pass as a passer. I don't like what I see with him in the pocket. He's I don't think his feet are set all the time. I think he has happy feet. And he last year had the best offensive line in football. And with the injuries, he's getting a lot of pressure. And the one thing, too, with Lamar, in this game against the Patriots, he, he had a lot of chances where he could have taken off and ran with it, but he decided he didn't. He, he, I think – here's the thing, Jules. I think Lamar Jackson's confidence is down. I don't think – I saw that one play it, that he should have ran it for yep, the first and he down. threw it to yeah. Willie Sneed, and Willie Sneed yeah. got decked on it. It yep. was a bad Yeah, that was bad. Mm-hmm. Bad – oh. I, I just looking at that, I'm like, thank God he threw it because he could have ran for 50 yards. Yeah, that's you're right. right. And that's the last year he runs that for a 50 and a touchdown potentially. This year it hasn't been happening. But like the Patriots are going to be in the mix. They have a big battle ahead of them. A lot of teams are six and three. So they're going to have to keep winning and need a lot of these teams to start falling off. But we got a long way to go. It's still yes, nine we weeks do. left. Baltimore is in trouble in that division, but they'll probably still make the playoffs. We would both. Uh, yeah, they'll make the playoffs. So, they're one and done. They're one and done. Oh, I'll wow, say it you now. Really think so? That's interesting. I, we'll I to, think they're I, one and I'm done. I'm going to see in the matchup before I say they're one and done, but it doesn't look too great right now. No, it doesn't. Absolutely not. We so, got to talk about Bills, Cardinals, and the Hail Mary. We hope everyone is enjoying the show so far. If you guys like this content, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Grunt Talks Team. Again, that's Grunt Talks Team. Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the show. The Bills started this game red hot. Um, they couldn't be stopped. And you look at these, and I'm going to pull up these stats for us right now. Josh Allen was 32 of 49, 284, two touchdowns, did throw two interceptions, though. Had a couple um, drops also. Jules, I will tell you this. This morning, Sean McDermott made an uh, interesting comment. He said the run game for the Bills is a problem, and I agree. It's non-existent. That's this what Jeremy is, was saying, too. This team is so one-dimensional, and the way to stop them is stop the pass. That's the way to stop them. Pressure, and it's easier said than done. Pressure Josh Allen and keep him in the pocket, but if you could cover the receivers and no one gets open, they're done. Their run yeah, game. He'll, he'll give you the turnovers. They'll still throw those picks like we saw. It. He'll, he'll fumble the ball once in a while still, so – if they can stop, limit the passing lanes, and yeah, they'll they'll get the bills. Yeah, exactly. And another thing I will tell you, um, Cole Beasley was tremendous. He had that amazing one-handed catch, eleven receptions, one hundred and nine yards, and a score. Stephon Diggs has been nothing but a godsend. Ten receptions, ninety-three yards. He had that go-ahead touchdown in the fourth quarter, but obviously we all know that wasn't enough because when you look at the Cardinals, Kyler Murray. 22 or 32, 245 uh, touchdown. He did throw an interception as well. Kenyon Drake came back after his absence, 16 carries, 100 yards. He did have a, bet, a costly fumble. Kyler Murray was sensational running the ball. 11 carries, 61 yards, two scores. Chase Edmonds, eight for 65. So the running attack for the 
um, Cardinals is in full effect. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins caught the Hale Murray, as we all call it now, Hale Murray. Uh, he's, I said this in my video that I posted on YouTube, and everybody could go check it out on um, my Play of the Week, Week 10 on Grunt Talks MLB and YouTube. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, I said he has baseball mitts for hands because he does. He has some of the largest hands in football, and he uses size 6X for his gloves. That's how big his hands are. And when you watch the video, the, he literally timed the jump perfectly, and he had three quarters of the Bills secondary, Tredavious White, Poyer, and Micah Hyde draped all over him, and he, out, he mossed them. He, excuse my language, he bitched them so bad, it was embarrassing for the Bills because this game was, <laughs> should have been over for the Bills. And oh, I another was going thing, off. I was so hyped. I, was like, I, I said this. I tweeted this. I went nuts here. I'm like, that's just not humanly possible. That but new cop looked like it was good the whole time though. That's the crazy part. Like I had no doubt he was gonna come down with it. Like once it was close, I'm like, oh, he's gonna get it. And it's it was such a great play. And the one thing too is DeAndre Hopkins is just he just doesn't get his respect. He's so good. Uh doesn't drop the ball. He he's just a tremendous football player. And on this play, Jules, the play on that Hale Murray, literally the way Kyler Murray threw that ball. Momentum should have had that ball going out of bounds, but the, he threw that ball sidearm too. That's just what amazes me when you watch the tape. It's that baseball. And ex- that, that's true. It is that baseball. And, you know, he, he's just a sensational athlete. And the one thing too, um, I will tell you this, he's a much better player than Lamar Jackson is. I will say it now. I think he's more dynamic, a better passer. Um, and this team is 6-3. and three. The Bills are 7-3. and three. They were stunned. I, I, I'm going to tell you this. I'm, if you're the Bills, you're embarrassed by that. You had three of your guys, three, like I said, three quarters of your secondary. Three great all, players, too. Three great players, and they still couldn't make a play. And if you watch the tape where, where the ball goes, nobody even came close to the ball other than oh, DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> That's why I said it was one of those weird plays. Like, I saw it. I thought I had a chance the whole way. I was like, oh, it looks good. Like, it has the distance. And then once I saw Hopkins was there and I saw the high point everything, I'm like, he's going to get this. And then everyone goes crazy. He gets it. I, was, I saw it live. Like, it was just so wild. So did I. And- I was like, you got – I went nuts in my apartment. I screamed as loud <laughs> as I can. And, Brit- and Brittany and um, my sister-in-law who's here, she, uh, they were like, well, you're going nuts. I'm like, that's just a crazy play. Like, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Unbelievable, and it's great because the Bills need to be cooled off. So the bi- yeah, the bi- but the Bills, I will tell you this, uh, for having such a great defense, you can really move the ball on them easily. That's a problem, too. And that, and that what a play with Larry Fitzgerald, that was ridiculous. I think that was the ball hit the ground, and Poyer shouldn't have had that uh, um, turnover when he did. I think that was ridiculous. Bad call. Yeah, so what game do you want to go over next? So uh, why don't we – so we did the two big games. So why don't we go to uh, – you know, we'll do an easy one right now. How about we do the Giants-Eagles? Yeah, that's a good game. And I think I said – I think it's – I picked the Giants. I got to go back and look. I don't remember right now. But You did pick the Giants. I remember. Okay, cool. So I picked the Giants. I had a feeling this is a good spot for them. The Eagles just don't have it this year. And, brother, could the Giants win the NFC least? The NFC least looks like it is falling in favor of the New York Giants. And Joe Judge, the head coach, the former Patriot. One and a half games out, I believe, now. Yep. 
Yep, the former Patriots special teams coach, a Belichick disciple, has changed this culture. I know they're 3-7, and seven, but their defense is getting a lot better. I picked the Eagles this week, and I regret the decision. They just didn't have it. Carson Wentz is too inconsistent, didn't do anything. He only had 208 yards passing and four yards rushing. Miles Sanders comes back 15 for 85. Boston Scott, three for 63 in a score. Corey Clement had a touchdown. The receiver situation, Alshon Jeffrey – was in the game. He was targeted once. Why do you even? Terrible. Why do you even still have this guy in your on your team? He does absolutely nothing. horrific. Alshon, it's I don't disgusting. even know what to say. Uh, Dallas game. Goddard was back four for thirty three. Look at these. Richard Rogers, the third string tight end, four for sixty. Jalen Rieger, the rookie, that's good for Eagles fans to see. He four for forty seven. Yeah, not Greg, too bad from Jalen. Um, uh, Travis Fulgham was targeted five times, only one catch for eight yards. That's because the defense focused on him. So I'm I'm going to uh, not really worry too much about that. But with the Giants, when you look at their stats too, Jules, uh, Daniel Jones had a rushing touchdown, and no, he didn't trip over his own two feet this time. <laughs> he, uh, nine he, man, he reps those Eagles on the ground. They can't stop him. No, they can't. It's crazy. I don't understand. He's, he's Eli Manning 2.0, and they just can't stop him. Uh, just takes off. Wayne Gallman, Jackson, 18, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 18 for six, uh, 53 and two touchdowns. Alfred Morris, 8 for 34. Eli Penny, one rush for no yards. Darius Slayton, great, 5 for 93. Sterling Shepard, 6 for 47. Uh, Go- Jules, what's your take on Golden Tate with the Giants? Do you think they let him go soon? Uh, two catches for 44 yards. I mean, I thought they were going to, but they decided to bring him back. He makes two catches for 44. I mean, I guess as long as his head's on straight, they might keep him. But I'm pretty sure he won't be with them next year. And um, Wayne Gallman had a great day for the Giants. Two touchdowns helped me out in fantasy. Daniel Jones had 21-28. QBR was 91-4. Carson Wentz had 21-37-208. His QBR was 37.7. Both of them no touchdowns and no picks. So Carson Wentz just played terribly again. He just keeps getting ripped week after week, and nothing's improving. Here is what I'm curious about. What do you think is the – Problem with Wentz, and you think he's still the guy going forward? You think Doug Peterson could be in the hot seat? There's a lot to unpack here with this Eagles team. The one thing with the Eagles, it's funny you ask that, and it's a very good question. You got when you look at things into perspective with the Eagles, they signed Carson Wentz to that big extension, I think, prematurely after what he did 2017, early 2018. But other than that, he's been very, very inconsistent. He's not very good, and I've heard rumors that in the locker room he could be a bit of a, he- a head case that no one really talks about, but I've seen that a couple times. Um, Doug you know? Pe- I actually haven't heard that. Yeah. No, no, I didn't think of that either because he's very, very, like, in, into God and he's into religion and everything like that. But, no, apparently in the locker room, like, not a lot of people are fans of the way he uh, he um, extends himself, like, shows himself to be. But um, uh, with, the, with Doug Peterson, I think that uh, Lori, the uh, owner, is really still hot on him because he won him a Super Bowl three years ago, but that was three years ago. And this team just hasn't been there for the – they're just not a good football team. And they – I think they – the receiver situation has failed. I think not having – um <clears throat> not having Ertz is a huge problem for them. It The defense is too inconsistent. Their secondary's non-ex, non-existent since they let go of Malcolm Jenkins. Uh, I th- I do – think that Doug Peterson is on the hot seat for sure. I think it would be beneficial to both parties going forward that they mutually part ways. I just it, It's just not working 
after winning the Super Bowl, they just haven't been able to do anything. It looks bad, man. And the personnel on the field isn't proper either. I mean, the wide receivers finally have a bunch of decent guys, but you still only get 208 yards against the Giants defense. It's really not all that great. Miles Sanders runs for 85, so it's a good sign for them that he's back. Boston Scott's been killing it. Absolutely destroys it. Three touches, 63 yards. Kill. He's a giant killer as well. But the Eagles' passing game continues to be a problem when staying upright, making the right decisions. But, yeah, I mean, they shouldn't probably part ways with Peterson at the end of the season. If you can't win the NFC East, like, come on. Like, that's embarrassing. I think – And the Giants really win this division. I'm starting to think it's possible. It's definitely possible. Joe Judge has them playing really hard, and they're starting to show up and play really well, especially on defense, because we all I, – I agree with you. I don't think the Giants' any defense is anything to write home about, but they do have a it's few – better than players. I expected it to be, though. Like, no, like they've been, no, no, they've been really stepping up lately, and Joe Judge, like I said, has changed the culture, and it's just going to get better as the year goes on for the Giants. The NFC least is definitely in the Giants' favor, but I agree. The Eagles, who I picked to win the division – well, I picked the Cowboys before um, Dak got hurt. But uh, with the Eagles, if due to all the discrepancies and all everything that's been going on this year with the injuries and everything, the Eagles can't win the NFC East. There's a problem and something needs to change. And uh, personnel, especially in the coaching department, needs to be uh, – fixed yeah we really might see a situation where the Giants or Eagles win this division have to play the Bucks in the first round or the Saints potentially yeah and that's not going to be pretty for either team and the Giants schedule is not that favorable Bengals Seahawks Bengals it could be a win Seahawks is going to be a loss in Seattle most likely despite how poor they've been playing yeah and maybe we'll get to that one next Cardinals is not going to be a good game for them. Browns is up and down. They could possibly beat the Browns, I guess. In Baltimore, is going to be tough, and then they're home against Dallas to end the year. Yeah, so we'll yeah it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But you know what? Let's move on to that game in the Seattle, the Seahawks, and the <laughs> Los Angeles Rams. And all I'm going to say is I don't know what the hell's happening with Chef Russell Wilson because he has not been playing well the past two weeks. And you know what? The past couple – before the past two weeks, Russell Wilson was arguably the clear-cut favorite to win the MVP. He's been lighting it up, but all he's been doing is turning the ball over at a historic rate. Yeah, and this game, when you, and here's the thing: I'm giving credit where credit's due. The Rams' defense is not, is nobody talks about them. Jalen Ramsey in that secondary has changed things for the Rams, yeah. and their front seven is still as strong as ever. And they got guys on that defense that, defense that made is plays. Good. But when you look at Russell Wilson, 22 of 37, 248, two interceptions. Russell Wilson, eight carries for 60 yards. Uh, Alex Collins was their starter, 11 for 43 in a score. Nothing really to write home about. But when you look at this, I want to look at – yeah, DK Metcalf has been having a sensational year. He was draped up against Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey held him to two catches for, four, for 28 yards on four tries sensational shut him down Tyler Lockett five for 66 he led the way Freddie Swain the rookie I don't know who the hell that is Greg (laughs) Olsen two for 33 but nobody's making plays and Jules here's another take here's another thing for the Seahawks their offensive line is terrible and their Mm -hmm. defense is abysmal and it's really really bad and and Looking at the Rams, you know, Jared Goff, I don't really write home anything about Jared Goff. You guys know I feel he's extremely inconsistent. Uh, 27-37 for 302, no touchdowns, no picks. 
Uh, Cam Akers came back 10 for 38. Uh, Daryl Henderson, 7 for 28 in a score. Malcolm Brown at 6 for 33 and two scores on the ground, so it looked good. Um, I'll tell you this. Josh Reynolds has been a godsend for this receiver uh, core, receiving core. He had 8 for 94. Tyler Higby, 3 for 60. Cooper Cup, 5 for 50. Robert Woods has been a bit quiet this year. You don't really yeah, hear. Yeah, he has been, actually. That's a very good point. You know, you don't hear much about him. Well, he's get the one thing, too, is he's getting double covered, and the one thing Josh yeah. Reynolds has really take over as that guy that jo- – Jared Goff really is comfortable with. Right. And the one thing, too, is if you don't really see receivers getting uh, a lot of stats, that's, be- that's because that they're probably getting double covered and they're taking them out of the game. But they're trying. Robert Woods was targeted six times. He had five for 33. But the Seahawks defense really keyed on him and did a, a pretty good job on him. They did. Well, yeah, I got to say, I'm really happy about the Seahawks' demise. That's why I was laughing before, because guess where the Seahawks pick right now? 20th. And that would be perfect if it stays like this. I know it probably won't, but if the Seahawks don't win this division, I'd be so hype. Oh, yeah, it's um, it's all Tomorrow up in the Adams air right now. Adams is not looking great. And listen, the Rams are starting to pick it up at the right time, too, because if they're getting these divisional wins like this, this is huge. In you the NM- win the division? I'm sorry? Who you got in the NFC West? I'm going to go with – Three-way the, uh, tie, crazy, thanks to the I'm, Murray Hale. I'm going to say this. I do think that Seattle uh, picks it up and does win the division, but I will say Arizona looks hot, and so does um, the Rams. I will uh, – here's – you ready for my take? I think the Rams get the wild card over the, uh, the, um, the Cardinals. Damn, I don't. I actually really disagree with that. I think the Cardinals contend. I think this is the Cardinals' time to shine. I think it's their division. You know what? They've arrived early, and that hail Mary's just gonna keep giving them that momentum they need. I mean, their next game is against the Giants. They could easily win that. Their I, next two games are Giants and then the Patriots. Okay, well but they got to travel. They got to come up. to the East Coast, so that may be a problem. Yeah, we're gonna have to see about that one. But I'm excited to see what happens with this Cardinals team because they get to play the Ram. They played two more games against the Rams. That's going to determine who gets it between those two. Yeah, and they play so, the 49ers, which would be a win. But what game catches your eye next, brother? Okay, you know what? Why don't we go to a game that could have? Why don't we go to Green Bay and Jacksonville? Because I don't know how the uh, hell Jacksonville even stayed oh, in this. Man. Um. This so you know what, Jules, me. brother? I want you to take this one. I want you to start this off. I was watching a lot of this. I was getting excited because. Jacksonville actually was looking really good, almost like they had a chance. They were up for a lot of the game, ends up losing by four. They had a big special teams touchdown by Keenan Cole. Mel- Luton did not play that great with a pick, 170 yards, 18-35. If Gardner Minshew was playing, maybe Jacksonville wins this game. Aaron Rodgers, two touchdowns, one pick, 325 yards. Robinson continues to kill it for the Jaguars. DJ Chark, 4 for 56. Valdez Scantlin for the Packers showing up big time here. 4 for 149, a touchdown. Just a big play machine, that guy. But you know what? It's just frustrating because the Jaguars don't have many chances to win games. And they had this game. They could have really won it, but it wasn't to be, unfortunately. Um, But the one thing here that we both don't like is that Aaron Jones isn't being used as much. Jamal Williams had eight carries. Aaron Jones only 13. And then, but Jones did have five catches for 49 yards in the passing game, so that's encouraging. But we just want to see him get the ball 20 plus times like he should. Absolutely. And the one thing with the Packers is they're seven and two. Aaron Rodgers is not a guy who throws interceptions a lot. 
So the one thing I will say to you is that that there's that's something I'm not concerned about it, but he's kind of making questionable throws. But I will tell you this. Um we I do think that the Packers defense needs a lot of work. Uh the fact that they let up twenty points and almost lost the game to the Jackson to the one and eight Jacksonville Jaguars is concerning. But looking at this, yeah, Aaron Jones needs to get the ball. If he's healthy, which he is, he's active, he needs to get the ball 20, 20, 30 plus times. And when you look at this, uh, Valdez Scanling, yeah, as you said, he came up big. They just couldn't stop him. Devontae Adams on 12 targets, 8 for 66. Robert Tanyan, the tight end, has been nothing but a godsend for Yeah, he's Rogers. been great for Green Bay. And who is this dude? Yeah, he just came out of nowhere. They just find these guys who just do it. And then um, the one thing is um, uh, Jake Luton. Uh, I joked about it last week. I'm like, maybe Minshew Mania will die and they start Jake Luton. Now I take that back. You know, 18 for 35, 169, a touchdown and a pick. James Robinson, he's undrafted, and this guy's arguably one of the best backs in football. He's so consistent week in and week out. He does everything and anything for you. DJ Shark, four for 56. Keelan Cole even getting into the action. Chris Conley, four for 43. Tyler Eifert, I don't even know why you even – Still play yeah, football. You're, you're non-existent. Uh, yeah. This... And the one thing I will say about uh, the Jaguars defense, Miles Jack just continues to make plays. And I feel yeah. sorry for this guy because he deserves to be on a winning team. Yeah, he's he's stuck in a bad situation. But I have a big question for you from this game. What's up, bro? Is Gardner Minshew declared out for the year? No. No, he's not declared out for the year. They're oh, just taking God, it. They they, they're back. taking it week to week with him. Oh, they need and him back I to think, actually win. Maybe. I think because the, they could beat the Bears. They, you're damn right they could beat the Bears. They, uh, Jaguars the, need a dub. I need them to get their second dub somehow. Yeah, and you know what? And we'll transition into that game with the <laughs> Bears. You know what? Why don't we do But I do Bears-Vikings was a disaster. Here, here, Sorry, before, before we move there, I will tell you this. I do think that Jacksonville likes what they saw from Luton, and I don't think they're going to rush Minshew back, so they'll take their time. Oh, they're 1-8. and eight. They're not going anywhere. So, And listen, if anybody tells you that they're, not, that they're happy with Minshew, <laughs> That's a lie. That's a crock of crap. They're getting a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I wish that was the case. Yeah, you know, I think they should pass on Trevor and keep Minshew. Minshew oh, uh, oh yeah, absolutely. That, that, that will take well. You know, Gardner Minshew will take you to the promised land over one of over a rookie coming out of the out of college who could arguably one of the best quarterbacks. Uh yeah, definitely. They're really uh they should just stick with Minshew. Minshew Mania yeah, will Minshew ride Mania it. Yeah, is real, bro. Just let the Jets get one. Let him, slide, let him slide back to two just in case you guys get a win and we get a win. Well, don't win, but you know. Okay, so Vikings-Bears was a disaster. We were texting through this game. Yeah. Barely in the offense. The Bears' only touchdown was special teams. Nick Foles had 106 yards. Poor Daryl Patterson. Give the boy Tyler credit. He, he is tied for the NFL NFL career of all time in the NFL, a kick return touchdowns with, um, I think it said Leon Jules. Is this true? Leon Washington? Leon, Is it really him? What about I, Devin Hester? Devin Hester had the punt returns. Yeah, Devin Hester had the punt returns. That's what I thought was crazy. They said Leon Washington. I'm like, wait a minute. It can't be the guy from the Jets, are we right? Gotta see. That that's what was concerned, but yeah, we'll go to uh, this. Josh Cribs, Cor- Cordero Patterson, yep. Leon Washington, eight touchdowns. Unbelievable. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 25 of 36, 292, two touchdowns and an interception. Dalvin Cook had 30 carries for 96 yards. The Bears kind of really uh, utilized him 
they really took away the big runs. He really didn't have many. And when he had one big run, it got called back for holding. Justin Jefferson, remember the name, ladies and gentlemen. This rookie, without the shadow of a doubt, is going to be one of the best receivers in He's football. He's been going crazy, boy. He, he is – here's the thing. Here's what people are comparing him to. They're comparing him to Odell Beckham. Now, I know people are going to be like, oh, you don't want to be like that. The football player, Odell Beckham, the making these plays, the way he runs routes, the way he catches the ball, it's Odell Beckham-like. <sighs> the Jets could have got him. Yeah, he really – they really like him. Kyle Rudolph, four for 63. He had a bad fumble. Adam Thielen had two touchdowns, getting him back involved. Uh, Dalvin Cook, four catches for 16 yards. But this team – Coco, right? He got banged up. Oh, oh no, 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 no. He uh, – oh, uh, you'll laugh at what happened. No, on that play oh, where he I was – Oh, I know what it is, he, I think. He felt, no, he, the ball <laughs> – he fumbled the ball and the ball landed on his nuts. That's why. Yeah, I figure, you know. But the Bears really made Cook work. It wasn't an easy day for Cook. No, and Akeem Hicks was talking some smack. Him and Akeem Hicks have some beef. Well, this Vikings team is winning, and the Bears have a beef with winning football, apparently, after they've lost four straight. They're such a fluke team. They were 5-1. and one. They lose. You're right, four straight. They're 5-5, five and five, and I don't see them winning games anytime soon. Maybe that's the Jaguars' spot to get the dub. I really hope so. I will tell you this, though. There was some news that was reported on ESPN by Adam Schefter. I'll give you all my sources. Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport. What do I want to question your integrity, brother? Oh, yeah. No, no. You don't want to question it. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm giving my sources up in front, definitely. Here we go. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was reported this morning by Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, and um, one of the Bears reporters, uh, Nick Foles. He's okay. They think he just has a hip, uh, hip pointer. He should be fine. Um, nothing really serious, so that was good news for the Bears. And unfortunately, on the last drive of the game, he got decked. But but they said he's okay. So there's, I guess, there's some good news in Chicago. I guess. Well, you know, I'm not happy about this because Allen Robinson only gets six catches for 43 uh, yards, only gets targeted nine times, and Allen Robinson can't wait to escape the Bears. I can't uh, he, wait for free uh, agency. Here's the, here's the thing. They, they, listen, with Chicago. This t- they have failed this man so much. Allen Robinson, like you said, six for 43, nine targets. He needs to get the ball more. Absolutely horrendous. Need him he, to turn the stretch run in fantasy, too. They better yeah, figure he, this out. And I will tell you this. Allen Robinson's going to get hella paid, and, he, and there's going to be teams who are going to be heavily interested. Jets. He's never – I think New England's involved, too. I really – I think that they could be – uh, yeah. Call me a homer, but I think that with if we keep Cam Newton, I think that – um, sneak, you and know, Bill Bell- Sam Darnold's juju season, maybe. Uh, juju with the Jets. I hate to say, it. yeah, I think their writing's on the wall with that one. I hate I mean, to say it. Gotta but, get uh, one of them. We'll see. Yeah, but Allen Robinson, yeah, he needs out the hashtag all over Chicago, started by Tariq Cohen, which is hashtag extend AR, hashtag you're gonna lose AR. He's not coming back. He does not. This organization, he sees where it's going. This team needs a quarterback, so if I were them, I would start stop lose, trying to win. Well, actually, they shouldn't stop trying. They're going to lose. I don't see them winning many games anytime soon, so they're going to pick a quarterback too. So I don't yep, think – they he, could be in range for one of those first-round quarterbacks, maybe the third or the fourth one. Yeah, they. and here's the thing. This team's not – this team has a good defense. Khalil Mack had an interception yesterday. Yeah, that was a nice uh, play. They got a good front seven. Their secondary needs some work, but they got but they got some playmakers on the defensive side, so there's a plus. 
But here's the thing, Jules. I will tell you this. Matt Nagy's definitely on the hot seat. They start yeah, out he five. Might and get caught. He's getting caught. I'm telling you. And like I said, I keep saying this. He gets caught. The enemy gets a job. Don't you'll see Matt Nagy go back to the Chiefs and be the yep, You've been saying this for a long time, brother. And I think it could definitely happen. I can see it. So going forward, do you think the Vikings can get themselves back in playoff discussion? Because I know how we feel on the Bears, and we couldn't be more correct at this point. So do you think the Vikings can get back in it? You know what? I do. I actually do, and it's funny yeah, to I'm say I'm starting that. to agree with that. They, they keep winning games. Got to talk the, to Big Steve. Going to be hype on Thursday. Oh, yeah. We got Big Steve coming back. He's going to talk about his Vikings. But I will t- – Big Steve, I know you'll be listening to this now. Bro, your team turned a corner. You found a way to win games. And the way you win games is just let Dalvin Cook cook. Just give him the ball every time, and he just makes plays – and limit Kirk Cousins throwing the ball. But the one thing I will say is they need to get uh, Thielen and Thielen going. I'm not going to say get uh, Jefferson going because he's been lights out ever since he, he um, week one. So this team, the one thing I will say is Kyle Rudolph needs to retire. He Every time he caught the ball last night, it got popped out. And he only yeah. lost one fumble. It's, it's just not a good scene. But they got Irv he's Smith. He's been playing for 10 years. I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. I know, but I do think the Vikings can uh, put wins together. The one thing I will tell you, Jules, is the Vikings, no one's talking about this. They, they got a good defense, too. They, they really do. They still got a good defense. They're starting to pick it up. Um, only scored 19 points. It was back and forth, but two very good defenses. Uh, and if it wasn't for the um, – <clears throat> excuse me. If it wasn't for – Cordell Patterson returning the kick 104 yards for a touchdown. This game is is easily won by the Vikings, 19 oh, yeah, to 6. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, the Bears' the offense is just a train wreck. It's, it's abysmal, and they don't even use their playmakers. They have Jimmy Graham. When they're in the red zone, you have six foot six Jimmy Graham. Lob it up and let him make a play. Yeah, and like you just, use Robinson's here advantage. I don't understand. No, exactly. Do. They got Robinson. They got Jimmy Graham. And also, another thing, don't be surprised if Jimmy Graham has to be released at the end of the year. I could see that happening. I think he just needs to hang on. They have Cole Komet from Notre Dame, who they really like. Jimmy Graham, for his last year or two, needs to go. And I'm going to say this right now, Jules, I would love for the Patriots to pick him up. Oh, you still want to hang on to him? I think he needs to retire. Listen, I think think Bill Belichick should sign next year, sign him to a short deal if he gets released, and have him play tight end. And in the red zone, let Cam just throw it up. Because in my opinion, I think the Patriots. Don't really need I mean, to. He actually is doing better than I thought. He does have five touchdowns and 300 yards at least. So he is like doing He's something. He's not what he used to be by any means, but no, he can still ball in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, you guys need all the targets you can get. I understand it. So what's on tap next? So let's move on. Oh, let's move on to the uh, – oh, this is – um. you know what? Let's do this game. There's a quick one. Washington football team and the Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah. Well, I was surprised by this. I think I said Washington will win. But DeAndre Swift, baby, they finally start giving the rock. And look what he's doing with it. 16 for 81 yards. Adrian Peterson only four carries as he should get. And then Swift in the passing game, though. This guy's a weapon. Five for 68 and a touchdown. DeAndre Swift breaking out party. We're not stopping now. Full speed ahead to the championship. Absolutely. DeAndre Swift, I think Matt Patricia, who's a rocket scientist, it took him it took him nine weeks to realize that DeAndre Swift is the starter. Come on, you're smarter than that, uh, Matt. Uh, here's the thing. DeAndre Swift is a stud. Like, looking at these stats, 16 for 81, averaging 5.1 yards a carry. In the passing game, he's an absolute 150 weapon. 150 yards, baby. Yep. 
And Marvin Jones, with Galladay being out, has been nothing but a godsend. He's been making plays ever since he's been in the league from his days in Cincinnati. Eight receptions, 96 yards, a score on 10 targets. He's a big target. He's reliable. He could do anything for you. I'm very disappointed with TJ Hawkinson. Um, He was really a disappointment. I thought he could have taken advantage of this Washington football team's uh, linebackers, but he didn't. Uh, Danny Amendola, three receptions for 10 yards. But yeah, when you look at um, then uh, <clears throat> excuse me, when you look at Washington football team, Alex Smith, thirty-eight for fifty-five, three hundred ninety yards passing, the ultimate game manager. He just couldn't manage a win. No this touchdowns, week. which I found. Antonio Gibson, get it? Antonio Gibson, thirteen forty-five and a touchdown. Tony, uh, scary Terry McLaren. Scary Terry, let's go, baby. Had a rush for twenty-seven yards. Terry McLaren is an absolute stud. Seven Humble receptions, ball, ninety-five yards. Logan Thomas. Uh, four for 66. Uh, Gibson, four receptions, 20 yards. McKissick, seven receptions, 43. Uh, the one thing I want, Julian, I'm going to say this, bro. Um, Alex Smith makes the Washington football team, that's a terrible team, better. Because if they didn't have him starting, they wouldn't have even been in this game. Yeah, he actually has been looking good. They're and starting to get in rhythm a little bit. Sa- this is he, great for Alex. He got sacked a few times. I got nervous. I was like, yeah, oh, boy. You know, whenever he gets hit, you got to worry with that injury. But it looks like he's good to go after passing 55 times. Oh, yeah, and he's and and apparently they're going to stick with him going forward for the rest of the year because Ron Rivera said he played him – he's back like he's starting. You know what? That's the right decision, brother, because this team's trying to win that division. They're bi- yep. battling also. And tanking he gives them the best the chance same time, though, but they, he gives them the best chance. And we knew this was going to happen. It's only a matter of time. So could Alex Smith parlay this into a job next year? I mean, hopefully there's a lot of openings out there. Would the Bears take a shot at Alex Smith? I mean, he can't yeah. be worse than what they've been I dealing mean, he, with. Yeah, he could still play. There's going to be multiple teams looking for quarterbacks. I think that – uh Washington is definitely going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, I think they're going to draft a quarterback, but I do think that, in a way, I do think Ron Rivera will make a play for Cam Newton. I just feel it. It could happen, and the Jimmy G news has been sorrowing. Yeah, that, 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 I, I think on. it. I think, you saw that Barstool article probably where they put the picture of Belichick in there just lurking in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's funny. A few uh, Last week I said I want – two weeks ago I said I want Jimmy G back after this year. Um, after what Bill Belichick, and I hate to get off topic real quick, after what Bill Belichick said today in his press conference about Cam Newton, that literally is the indication he's bringing Cam Newton back. He basically said that everybody loves Cam here. He does everything right. Um, his, and Bill Belichick said his, um, his personality is contagious. Like everybody just loves him. He's a leader. He's not going anywhere. He's a Patriots quarterback going forward. Oh, so you really think you're all you're all in on that? You believe yeah. that? No yeah, what he, he once he got back. Yeah, I do. And you know really? what? I thought about what's that? I said really. Yeah, yeah. What I, kind of contract would you give him in the off season? I'm not giving him thirty mil a year. I'm giving. I'll give him fifteen. No, he's I'll not give that. Him, I'll give him a. Th- I'll tell you what. I'll give him three. Or he's thirty-one years old. I'll give him three, four-year deal. Uh, 16 mil a year. That's all I'm giving you. I would give him like three for 50, maybe. That's like the most I would do. And he knows that too. I don't even think he can. Cam Newton said it. It's about respect. And listen, next year he's going to want to get paid. But I do think that he really likes everything the Patriots. uh, He really loves Bill Belichick. After the game uh, Sunday, he said that Bill Belichick tells you things that are going to happen. He's like, he's a wizard. He said that. He's like, I don't get, I don't understand. Like in during film, he's like, oh, Usually on this play, they're going to run this, and they do it. And he's like, how does he do it? And he's never had a coach like that. But, yeah, that's uh, 
that's what I think with Cam Newton. But uh, so you want to get some good laps to have a fun game for you? Yeah. What's Browns it? and Texans. That's exactly what I was going to pick next. And you know what, Jules? <laughs> I want you to start this off. This game was just all around terrible. I mean, the Browns were up ten nothing for a while, then the Texans score, and then Nick Chubb. The big thing to talk about here is we did the one yard line to the paying the fantasy owners and whoever had the Browns. Bunny line here. Well, not money line, but they're uh, three and a half, four and a half bet. Uh, Nick Chubb just said, nope, we're going to go out of bounds. We're going to end this one. But here's what's silly about this. I mean, he he could have just scored. I mean, they would have been down two possessions with 50 seconds left. Like, it would have been over anyway, but he just wanted them to run out the clock, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And you look at this, the Browns game, their offense <clears throat> minus – their rushing attack was nothing to brag home about. Baker Mayfield, 12 of 20, 132. Nick Chubb comes back, doesn't miss a step. 19 carries, 126 yards. And the score, Kareem Hunt, 19 carries, 104 yards. That's 230 yards uh, from your running backs. 230 yards combined. That's tremendous. Absolutely. That's insanity, and that's how the Browns are going to win because Baker that's, is yeah. fraudulent. He's mediocre. He won't be the reason your team wins, so they need to just ride those two. But scoring only 10 points, okay, I guess it could have been 17. It's still embarrassing yeah. against a bad Texans team. The Texans only put up seven against the Browns. What a joke that is, too. It's just so, what a it's, pathetic effort all the way around. This it's game disgusting. It's disgusting. And looking at the Texans, Deshaun Watson looks lost. His offensive line is abysmal. It always has been. Um, the one thing, Deshaun Watson, 20 or 30, a buck 63 and a touchdown. Duke Johnson, David Johnson's out with a concussion. He's, and he's placed on IR. He's going to miss the next three weeks. Pack it in. It, it, I, I don't, it, that guy's done. I, I, I backed him. I was riding high. I thought a new change of scenery would change things. No, it didn't. He's still a walking. Yeah, injury. you know, I just knew, like, he just doesn't have it anymore. I'd hate to say I was kind of right about that. but I just like No, no. Listen, you don't need to point. say I hate to say it because you were right, brother. You were absolutely right. I just I – well, I used uh, to like him. I root for the no, player. That's no, why, I know. You used to love him. It <laughs> just sucks what happened to him. And he just doesn't have it anymore. It is what it is. I mean, NFL life's shelf life's short, and he doesn't have it anymore. And the Texans is an absolute trade wreck as an organization. The fact they didn't get anything from any of their wide receivers is also an embarrassment since they had no draft picks. So that was a mistake. They should have traded for so like whatever Green Bay was willing to offer, honestly, because they're not they're not going anywhere with four. Yeah, no, they're not going anywhere with uh these receivers. When you look at these receivers, Randall Cobb three for forty one, Brandon Cooks six for thirty nine, Wolf four five for thirty eight on eight targets. He's not getting them the ball. He has no time to throw. And listen, Will Fuller's a free agent this year. He's not staying. See, that, that's why they should have traded him. It makes no sense. Like, I why think, would you not trade him? And I get, think and you, you still going to sit on him like, and get nothing? And, and what? Did you think you're going to compete this year? Like, come on. I, and here's the thing, too. All they wanted was a second-round pick. And during the trade deadline, the Packers team just didn't want to give up a second. They're foolish for that. But Will Fuller – is not Should have done it for a third, though, rather than no pick yeah, at all. exactly. Exactly. And the, here's the thing with the Texans. They need draft picks. They don't have any draft picks. Yeah. They're, they're foolish. They really are. Don't, uh, don't be surprised um, at, in the offseason. They'll, they'll try to do something, at least, to some, especially with yeah. – uh, J.J. Watt's been um, J.J. Watt, yeah, they need yeah. to get his money off of um, their and books. Get, but. All right, so in that division as well, Colts and Titans. I had the Colts winning, but I was shocked by how much they ended up winning by. 34-17, to 17, they absolutely take over. 
Tannehill did not have a great day by any means. They contained Derrick Henry just a little more than 100 yards. And, yes, that is well contained. Naheem Hyde absolutely went crazy. He had 70 rushing yards, 45 receiving, two touchdowns. Then you have Michael Pittman getting his first game over 100 yards. And the Colts just came in and they took care of business in the Titans building. And now that division's tied as well. And who do you got between these two? So here's the thing with this division, the Colts defense is second ranked for a reason. They were just so good. They clamped down on this Titans team. And you look at Phillip Rivers, he didn't turn the ball over. He played very well, 29, 39, 308 yards and a touchdown. That's how they got to win with him. Yep. Um, The one thing I'm very disappointed about with the Colts, uh, Frank Wright, you got to be smarter than this. Jonathan Taylor should be the starter. Naheem Hines is the third down back. He'll get you those yards. But Naheem Hines was rushing, running the ball very effectively. I'm not going to take that away from him. He's been great. Uh, Michael Pittman, I'm just going to tell you this. Michael Pittman is a star in the making. This guy is tremendous. He was great at USC, and he's showing exactly what he could do when he's healthy. He's seven for 101 yards. Uh, T.Y. Hilton doesn't get the ball thrown to him enough. He only had four for 40, nine minus five for 45. Pascal is a guy that um, Philip. Uh, yeah, you got to get T.Y. more involved. I yeah. agree. I'm playing a fantasy. Luckily, I won anyway. Uh, yeah, it's just they, they have so many playmakers on, um, on offense and defense. They're a very good team. Ryan Tannehill just didn't do anything really. Derrick Henry was contained to 103 yards on 19 carries. Corey Davis, his brother, passed away of cancer during this game. He had five for 67. It was sad. A.J. Brown, arguably one of the best young receivers, was held to one catch for 21 yards. How is this possible? This is what trumps out at me. It's it's Xavier Rhodes, bro. Xavier Rhodes left the the Vikings and he found a new home. That should have signed him. I said we should have signed him too. It's funny you say say that, Jules, because he's a free agent after this year. You know what? We should make amends to go get him because we need quarterback help. But now he's going to have to pay more for him. But you think the Colts – the Colts have a lot of cap. They might keep him. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. he's problem. a free agent. Yeah, they're going to get some more free agents. They're going to shore up a few things, I think. Hopefully that they, um, Unless the Jets just throw a bunch of money at him. Also, also another thing, the Colts – Phil Rivers signed a one-year $25 million deal. This team's going to be in on a quarterback too. Don't, don't yeah, let that fool you. I would think that as well. This is probably the last ride for Phillip. Unless he really turns around like the Colts like almost won the Super Bowl or something. But like they still might even look to upgrade. Who knows? They're definitely going to look to upgrade. Jacoby Brissett isn't the answer. And with the free agent quarterbacks, I think they'll be in. I think they'll look at Cam Newton. I really do. I think that um, they'll look at uh, – call me crazy. I think they could look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Interesting. I think they might look to the draft as well. No, the they team might. Is yeah, they might look to, to the, this team is built to win now. That's the challenge. Like, I don't the know. thing is, they're no going to have to trade up, goal. though. I think it's. I think Matt Ryan might end up on the 49ers. But that, that's inevitable. Be good too. That's is inevitable. I'm sorry. Is Julio going to leave the Falcons? No, no, I don't think. But you just think they're going to trade him? You think they'll? Trade I think him that the Matt 49ers? Ryan. I think that they're going to look elsewhere. They're going to try to clean house and Matt Ryan is going to go to San Fran because his boy Kyle Shanahan's there and he's going to push for it. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be out on his ass, and but Jimmy Garoppolo will find a job. And I think this indie team is perfect for him because Frank Wright could do a lot of things with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I Remember, mean, Frank Wright is Frank Wright's a uh, disciple of um, Andy Reid. Yep, and you know how his coaching trees worked out. Another one we're looking at is the enemy, so – 
I'm excited for that. And Bucks Panthers, what a comeback for the Bucks, man! My, man, they really took over. I knew they'd win in Utah too, but I didn't expect it to be this bad. Look at Tom Brady, three forty and three touchdowns. Ronald Jones, baby, let's go! It's his time. Get rid of Fournette, baby. One hundred ninety-two yards, ninety-eight or ninety-nine yard rushing touchdown. Ronald Jones has arrived, baby. Yeah, Ronald Jones needs to get the ball more. I keep saying this, and I need to do a video on this. Ronald Jones is LeGarrette Blunt 2.0. They run the same way. They have the same moves. Yo, you can actually good. compare the videos. You can get like the highlights and like put compare them. Yeah, that's what I got to do. I got to after this. I'm gonna have to ask you guys how to do that because I really want to do that video. Good Ronald Jones screen. is LeGarrette Blunt 2.0. They are the exact same type of I player. I gotta see this. Except I would. The thing, they're hard to, when you watch them run, it's the same thing. You watch their juke moves, the way they handle the ball, it's the same thing. That's why I said this. I'm like, this Ronald Jones I'm is excited to Blunt. see this. I really got to watch. I can't I'm wait gonna, to I'm going to do, do this, this video today. I'm gonna, you got to show me after this the split screen. I'm going to make this video. I really am. I, this got me excited to do this. But um, um, the one thing when you look at this, um, Chris Godwin came back six for 92, Mike Evans six for 77 in a score. Him and Tom Brady, their connection is still not down where they want it to be. Um, yeah, I've noticed that. 11 targets, only six catches. You know, you'd expect a better conversion rate. Yeah. But, I mean, they still have some time to get it going, but they're running out of time. They better exactly. get it. Exactly. And you look at Antonio Brown, seven receptions for 69 yards, and Antonio Brown might be in a bit of trouble because the guy just can't stay out of trouble. Um, we'll get into that another time. Rob Gronkowski, two for 51 in a score. I'm coming uh, back, baby. Yep. Cameron Brave, three for 31 in the score. Brady um, loves the one, his tight ends. All I'm going to tell you is this. I don't know what the, why the hell the Buccaneers got Leonard Fournette, and it bothers me. have been saying because, it for so long. It bothers me because the Patriots wanted Leonard Fournette, but I do like what the Patriots have now at running back. But uh, the Buccaneers fa- have a find in Ronald Jones. All they need to do is give him a chance. That's all they had to do, and look what he's doing. He's taking the ball and running with it, no pun intended. Uh, when you look at the Panthers, they're really lacking some playmakers. Teddy Bridgewater, 18-24, 136 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Um, he got injured. They're going to monitor him. He's week-to-week week with that knee injury. P.J. Walker, Jules, P.J. Walker was an XFL quarterback last year. He came into the game two for four for 12 yards. Mike Davis in to play for um, uh, Christian McCaffrey, who's out again. Mike Davis, seven for 32. Rushing attack just wasn't there. Uh, the receiver and receiving game, DJ Moore was lights out four for 96 and a touchdown. He had a crazy catch. Robbie Anderson was contained this time, the only four God for 21. Quiet game. And I will say this Curtis Samuel is so versatile. They use him in so many different ways. And I think as a free agent this year, as he is, he's going to be able to do that for many different things. And I, and I don't want the Chiefs getting a hand on him because I can yeah, see Yeah, he's going to leave the Panthers, though. They don't really know how to use him right. And he doesn't really have a role with them. No, I mean, nah, he, Anderson are so much better than him. It's not even close. But Exactly. The Bucks do what they have to do. They take care of business. Still seven and three. Never now. doubt my never doubt the GOAT, brother. He Every time he has a bad game, the next game he's going to light it up. I can't wait to see what ends up happening with them. Hopefully they do make that Super Bowl and then lose. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Florida, we go to the Chargers and Dolphins. This was the battle of Tua and Justin Herbert. And we were wrong about this one. We all thought this was a get-right spot for the Chargers. But nope, more of the same. The Dolphins absolutely 
get out to a big lead, 17-7 early against them, and they get up 29-14, and the Chargers just couldn't recover. Herbert, not his best day, under 200 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Tua was very efficient again, 169 yards and two touchdowns. He's looking very good. 3-0 and since he's been named the starter. Brian Flores has a cooking with this Dolphins team, 6-3. and Very well could be a playoff team at this point. I can't believe they've arrived this early. We know Dylan's got to be ecstatic, but this is a problem for us going forward. Jakeem Grant had a touchdown. I mean, Ahmed went off for him, 21 carries, 85 yards and a touchdown. They held Keenan Allen under 40 yards, but he did get a touchdown. Just incredible effort. Kaylin Balazs got 68, but no, I think he may have got a receiving touch. No, no touchdowns for Balazs, but he had five for 34. And the Dolphins, are you all? Are you buying in, brother? What do you think? I think that Brian Flores changed the culture. You talk about we always talk about that changing the culture, and that is what Brian Flores has done. They have bought in since day one. Brian Flores, a Belichick disciple, is a very good coach. I was very upset when we lost him. He has changed this Dolphins team for the better. And you see their defense. It's the same as the Patriots last year. The Patriots had the number one ranked defense. It's the same thing. You got our playmakers. Kyle Van Noy's looking good. Um, the secondary of the Dolphins is second is tremendous. Byron Jones making plays. Xavier Howard showing that he's one of the best corners in football. He's, he's second in the NFL in interceptions behind who? The Patriots, J.C. Jackson, who has five straight games with an interception. But uh, the one thing with the Chargers, they're just not a good football team. They just can't put it together. They got to find a quarterback. They got a lot of great talent, but they just can't put it together for wins. Tua, only 15 for 25 for 169 yards and two touchdowns. That's all he had to do. Uh, Jakeem Grant, like you said, did well against Siki, but nobody else really jumped off the page for the Dolphins in the stat in the stat department. However, they played well on defense and held this Charger team to 21 points when it could have been much worse. Justin Herbert, 20 of 32, 187, two touchdowns and an interception. Balage, the former Dolphin, the former Jet, 18 for 68. Their rushing attack without um Eckler has been a problem for them going forward. And you see it because they're putting a lot of pressure on the rookie quarterback. But he's stepped up pretty well. Keenan Allen, three for 39 in a score on seven targets. Not good. Mike Williams has one good game. The next game he's hardly targeted. I don't understand. Hunter Henry needs to do more. He did have no four for 30 in a touchdown. So frustrating. And Hunter Henry's a free agent too, and he's going to look to go elsewhere too. You could mark my words on that one. But, uh, yeah, this team is just not good. They're two and seven. I don't see that. And – Obviously, they're not in the uh, market for a quarterback, but they will load up on, in my opinion, I think they're in the draft, they're going to either load up on an offensive line help or they're going to help on the defense because they're going to lose Melvin Ingram, in my opinion. So uh, this team just needs to put it together. I think this year was a um, transitional year. They do have a lot of playmakers. It's just not there yet. But once you get next year with Justin Herbert in a full year of playing time, they're going to be a team that's going to be a problem going forward. But this team this year is just not a good year. Dolphins look great. You can't take anything away. You give credit what credit's due. They look great right now. They're on a roll. They have a tough schedule. Down the road, I think their schedule is not as bad as people think. The next three is easy. The Dolphins could very well be 9-3. and three. I think it's Broncos, Bengals, and us. Well, you guys, yeah, there's a win. Uh, Bengals, I'm going to say this. I think the Bengals could give them issues because just uh, – Joe Burrow has them playing well, and the Bengals' defense is not getting enough credit it deserves. 
But I will say this. Um, <clears throat> the Broncos, well, here's the thing. Drew Locke got injured, so you got to see who's playing at quarterback. But Four if picks stays, for Locke, too. That's our next game, brother. Yeah, it's uh, – it's going to be something. But, yeah, the Dolphins can be 9-3. and three, And the Bills have to keep winning because they got the Dolphins riding down their backs. And the Patriots are starting to get hot now. So, anything is possible now in the AFC East for sure. Anything except the Jets winning it. Absolutely. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Jets are the worst team in the league. But yes. Broncos, Raiders, Drew Locke, uh, we'll just go to it now because there's only two games left after this, and they yep. were all blowouts for the most part. Drew Locke was horrendous. He was garbage, four picks. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think the Broncos should have any concerns with Drew Locke? He no. was just absolutely dreadful. No, no, it was just a bad game, and the Raiders' defense is a very, very good defense. Drew Locke just had a bad game. He's got to be better than that. But other than that, not a lot of people on the offense of the Broncos are making plays that jump off the board. Melvin Gordon, nope. 11 carries for 46 yards. Like Philip okay. Lindsay only got four carries for two yards. What the hell is that? Jerry Judy, four for 68. Tim Patrick, four for 61. KJ Hamler getting involved. But uh, no offense, not getting. But Melvin Gordon, I, I don't understand why Vic Fangio can't understand that Melvin Gordon can catch the ball. Why don't you do design plays for him? Going far. I, Frustrating I don't stuff it. with these running backs. Take, they don't want to get them take, involved in the passing game. I don't exactly. get Exactly. Take play. Take plays out of the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Chargers playbook, and use it in your offense. You'll you'll find success. I guarantee it. Derek Carr. Listen, he only he didn't do much. Sixteen for twenty five, no, one hundred fifty four really yards. Uh, Josh Jacobs was tremendous. Twenty one of one hundred twelve yards, two touchdowns. Devontae Booker, sixteen for eighty one and two touchdowns. Devontae Booker against his old team. Uh, they have a find in the running back. The duo between Jacobs and Booker looks very good. Darren Waller, only three for 37. He had a bad drop, too, in the game. Uh, Henry Ruggs, three for 31. They got to get it. The, the receiver situation in <clears throat> Las Oakland's Vegas very, well, is a problem. You have a, speed, you have a speedster in Henry Ruggs. Get some design plays for him. Hunter Renfro, a third down guy. Darren Waller, great tight end. They're missing Tyrell Williams. It's obvious. They're missing oh, yeah, Tyrell Williams. Really are. They need a wide receiver, man. Yep. Nelson Aguilar is too inconsistent in one catch for eight yards on four targets. But they going forward next year, especially in free agency and in the draft, I think they will target another receiver to show. Yeah, they up. need to. I mean, that's the problem with this offense. I mean, the running game is great. They just don't have enough guys to throw, you know, wall or a beast down that tight end spot. But you need a wide receiver that's man threats on the outside. They don't have it. They really don't. Ruggs is hot and cold as a rookie, you know. Renfro's a good slot guy, but like you said, Edwards is hitting hit or miss too sometimes, but they have – they just got to get a better playmaker. And, but and the what thing do you think is, about this team going forward this year? Do you think they're a contender or pretender at 6-3? and three? Uh, They're not pretenders. They're, content, they're, they're a very good football team. They just got to be more consistent on offense, but the defense have kept them in games, and the Broncos couldn't put it together, but against good teams. And listen, this is a real test. Sunday night football is a great game. This is a test. They're going up against the Chiefs. The Chiefs' lone oh, loss the is Chiefs the Las again. Vegas Raiders. Oh, the Chiefs are going to kill so, them this time. So here's the thing. This is a different game a, a different game plan, but you got to stay the course in this game. But if they could beat the Chiefs twice, this team is for uh, – listen, if they lose – even if they lose, which I do think the Raiders will lose. Actually, you know what? No, I don't. I'm going to go with the Raiders in my upset. There's an early quick pit in, in this week. I wow. do think the Raiders have something cooking. And next year they're going to be. They're six and three this year. They're no joke. 
and they played they ride they rode high against the Chiefs early on, but it was early in the season. It's it's November now. A lot of things could change, but I do think that they're they're going to play confident. Their de- the Raiders defense is very underrated. They got a lot of playmakers, and. <clears throat> Yeah, it's good. this test on Sunday is a real test to see what they're made of. Yeah, I'm not going to agree with you on that, but we'll talk about that more on Thursday. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Well, no, that's going to be my upset. No, I know. I, I'll tell you this. It's crazy, but I'm going to go with the upset. I Why can't not? wait to get into this later. But 49ers, Saints, 27-13, and Drew Brees goes down. That's the big story here. Jameis Winston goes in 6 of 10 for 63 yards. Um well, Kamara has seven catches for 83 yards. Murray outrushes Kamara, and so does Taysom Hill for 45 yards. And Murray gets 57. Kamara gets just 15 rushing. So 49ers use Mullins. They go down. McKinnon didn't do much either. Ayuk led the charge with 75 yards. Jordan Reed had five catches for 62 yards. Hello. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, man. The one thing I will go to the Saints, and you, um, I could tell you this. Uh, Drew Brees, his injuries were much worse than anybody thought. He had he has broken multiple broken ribs on both sides and a collapsed lung. He said today he's going to be back in no time. That's tough to come back from. And thank God he told he uh, told Sean Payton that he couldn't play because honestly, if he took another hit, and I'm not kidding, he could have died because of that oh. collapsed lung. He could. So Drew Brees, you know what? You got to give him credit. It's hard for a quarter for any football player to say they can't go back in. He knew something was seriously wrong and came out. He didn't have a real good game in the first half. The uh, 49ers defense is playing well, minus their record. Um, But Jameis Winston, and here's another thing I will say. This is why they they signed Jameis Winston, because if something happened like this, Jameis Winston is known that he could get the job done. And Jameis Winston, this is an audition for him. The same thing with Teddy Bridgewater last year. This is an audition for for Jameis Winston going forward. Can he win games with this Saints team and try to get a free agent deal to start elsewhere? Yeah, this um, is a big job for him. We'll yeah. see. How many games do you think he'll end up playing? I'm going to give him three. And, oh, you're saying, so you think Breeze will be back in a month? Uh, yeah, I do. Wow, I do. That's, give that's, it, that's some give him some time. No, it's, it's tough. But so the big call. question is, how much will they use Taysom Hill? They'll use Taysom Hill all over the place as usual in the offense, but at quarterback, I don't think so. They're just going to ride with Jameis Winston. I will add this, Jules. Um, Alvin Kamara, the Saints don't view him as like that that downhill running back anymore. They should just move him to wide receiver. I'm being honest, because really, no, I I think that they should keep him at running back, but give him more carries. I really do. I don't know why they don't give him enough carries. Yeah, they give him eight. Yeah, they got to give him more than that. But he's so efficient, and he's their whole offense for God's sake. Michael yeah, Thomas on seven targets, two for twenty-seven. This is ridiculous. My, yeah, uh, what Emmanuel, a bad season for Emmanuel MT. Sanders is there too, one for five. This is I ridiculous. Jared Cook put up zero, so I'm not too yeah. thrilled about that. So uh, that Nick, I will say this: Nick Mullins did struggle, twenty-four of thirty-eight, two forty-seven, a touchdown, two interceptions. Um, I will say this. I don't think Nick Mullins is that bad. He's very inconsistent, but he's always thrown into the fire. And yeah. But with the running back situation of 49ers, it gets bad to worse. Jermichael Hasty broke his collarbone out for the year. Jarek McKinnon, 18 for 33. Um, and you don't know what's going to happen with Mostert going forward. But they're not out of it technically. They're four and six. But that division, they're not winning the division. Absolutely not. Oh, that, no, no, no. That's a long shot. They're gone. But maybe if they keep winning going forward, they could get a wild card. But 
Um, yeah, I wouldn't count on that. Brandon, I think that Brand, no, uh, yeah, no. Brandon Ayuk seven for seventy-five in the score. Jordan Reed, what the hell? Five for sixty-two. He had a a crazy one-handed catch. Richie James, who had a big week last week, has a dud this one. Three for twenty-six. Kendrick Bourne, four for twenty-six. Uh, it's just inconsistent without Jimmy Garoppolo and Debo Samuel. This offense is just very – it's it's right, Kittle, can't forget about Kittle. Yep. I, I'm, yeah, can't forget about Kittle. Kittle's out, so it's a problem. And Kittle's not coming back anytime soon. So. It's bad. Yep. It's, all their stars are out right now and turning them. They lost Nick yeah. Bosa, Solomon Thomas. So it's been a tough season it's for them. It's been a tough season for the, rain, for the defending NFC champions. NFC champs always get cursed. I don't know what goes on with the NFC champs. Yeah, I agree. I, but so we'll last go, game, Steelers, Steelers Bengals. and Bengals, and I'm just going to tell you this, man. Uh, the St- I, the Steelers are for real. They're a very good football team. Ben Roethlisberger dealt with two knee injuries. He was on the COVID list. He came off of it. He didn't even practice, and he came out 27 to 46, 333 yards, threw four touchdowns like it was nothing. The rushing attack for the Steelers was non-existent. Only 13 carries, 36 yards from James Conner. Benny Snell, three for 12 yards. Deontay Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, this guy this guy has Antonio Brown-type feels for me. He really does for them. Deontay Johnson, six for 116 in the score. Juju Smith-Schuster, nine for 77 in the score. Juju also uh, threw the ball in the uh, stands for his dad. He scored a touchdown for his dad. It was his birthday. Chase... Claypool, all he does is make plays. What a start. Two more touchdowns. Yep, four for 56 and two touchdowns. Eric Ebron did okay. James Washington, non-existent. But this this defense of the Steelers is absolutely tremendous. TJ Watt, two sacks. Uh, Robert uh, Spillane, a sack. Bud Dupree, a sack. They got to the quarterback. And then when you look at this defense also, what happened – yeah, they played exceptionally well, and I'm gonna look, we'll look at the Bengals real quick. Um, Joe Burrow, 21 of 40, 213 yards, did throw a touchdown. Um, Joe Mixon being out has been a problem for the Bengals. Uh, Zamaj J. Preyron, seven for 48. Sean Williams, one for 39. Giovanni Bernard, eight for 30, not there. T. Higgins, what a game! Seven for 115 yards and a score. Uh, Tyler Boyd, six receptions, 41 is. yards. Uh, A.J. Green. Targeted five times, zero receptions. And safe to say, everybody, A.J. Green is as good as gone in Cincinnati. He'll play elsewhere, but he's just not what he used to be anymore. But also, like I said, Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins are taking away from him, but they view T. Higgins as a guy to replace A.J. Green. That was the the point. And he's doing it. Drafting him that high. And he's doing it, that's for sure. What a pick by the Bengals. It's really – I wish the Jets could have grabbed him too. I mean, Higgins is a stud. I knew he would be pretty good. He had the measurables. He just catches everything. I mean, the Bengals' future is bright, but it's going to take some time. Yes, the Steelers is. are going to be a force, and they are probably going to make the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, and that's going to be some football game that takes place. We have a long way to go. But I'm not telling you my prediction. The Steelers' schedule, they could push it if they want to. I think the toughest game they have is Colts. I will say this. I don't think they're not going to do it. They're not going to go 16 and 0. They're going to go 15 and 1, just like they did in 2004. Yeah, they might lose to the Ravens. Their toughest games are Ravens, Colts, and Browns. They're not losing to the Ravens. I'm just telling you that now. They will not lose to the Ravens. If they do, I'll be shocked. 
Yeah, you never know because that rivalry game, though, that's a tough rivalry and game. That's on Thanksgiving. Night. That's on Thanksgiving night, too. Yep. But I think we covered everything, brother. What a yes, show. We, what a show. Absolutely. Week 10. We're on week 11 already. We've got a lot of things going forward. So going forward, now on Thursday, Julian and I will be back for our week 11 picks. And we have our guest. We'll tell you right now. It's Big Steve. He's coming back for a second time on the show. And Julian, take it away. Grunt Talks MLB. That's our website. Please check out our content. Bobby's dropping those videos. Of course, he has his... Hail Mary of the week, and then he's going to come up with another little comparison video. It's failed potentially, so a lot of fun stuff with that. That's our YouTube channel as well. Apple Podcasts and Spotify is GNT Sports Talk, presented by Grunt Talks. And then our handles is Grunt Talks Team, Twitter and Instagram. My personal Twitter is JulianGuardi1. My personal is JulianGuardi11 on Instagram. Bobby, take it away. My personal Twitter, BTOMS81. My personal Instagram, BobbyThompson81, like you said. We are GNT Sports Talk presented by Grunt Talk. You can t- catch all our content on grunttalksmlb.com. We have weekly updates on everything sports from baseball to football, everything. And, brother, it was such a great show. Can't wait for Thursday. Absolutely. It's going to be fun.